Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Divinely Podcast. My name is Divine, and this is a daily dose of Divine. Guys, this is episode two. Welcome. We are doing this again. You know, we are back. In today's episode, we will be talking about self-image and all of that good stuff. But before we begin, I just want to make a little disclaimer. So I don't know if I really said it in the last episode, but I kind of made a motto for us, you know, just to make things a little bit more fun. So our motto, okay, on this podcast is going to be growth equals change and change equals growth. I might have talked about something along those lines on the last episode. I'm not sure, but I think it sounds nice. It's self-explanatory. I'm not even going to try to explain it because if I do, I'm still going to make it sound even way more complicated than it is. So I'm just going to leave it at that. Now, another disclaimer before we begin, okay? Just because we're talking about mental health and such, I do not want to get sued. Okay, because I'm now 18. Guys, it was my birthday. That's not the disclaimer. (laughs) But it was my birthday like a week ago. So happy birthday to me. Anyway, as I was saying, I'm 18 now, which means that I can get sued and I can sue somebody. So before we start, I just want to make a little disclaimer, y'all. I'm not a specialist in any way, shape or form. Look, I sound like the YouTubers already. Oh my goodness. But seriously, though. Please don't use any of what I'm going to say or what I'll ever say, you know, to try and like self-diagnose yourself or to answer questions for yourself. At least I would rather you at least watch a video of a doctor talk about it than to listen to me. Does that make sense? But I do hope that, you know, we can all relate to all the things I'm about to talk about because I definitely relate to them. And that is my hope for this podcast, you know, to talk about things we all relate to, to to talk about things that, you know, we've all felt and we've all been through because life is just fun like that but anyways let us just get into it i'm going to stop rambling and talking let us begin okay so first we have to understand exactly what self-image is and all that stuff so let's just go through some definitions okay so for those who do not know what self-image is Self-image is the way we perceive ourselves or we see ourselves okay pretty much the opinion we have of ourselves and unfortunately this is kind of like not a good thing but our opinions are usually influenced by like how we think other people see us you know how we think other people see us and it's not even like how we think we see how we see ourselves or how we think you know um we might be being seen but how we think people see us as does that make sense i feel like i just mumbled a bunch of stuff that did not make sense but um there is negative you know self-image which is what majority of us have and then a positive one now the thing with positive having a positive self-image is that having an overly positive self-image oh my goodness a truck just passed by i hope you did not hear that (laughs) but having an overly positive self-image can lead to having pride and boasting about yourself and seeing yourself as if you're better than everyone okay i feel like there's some kind of middle ground but i don't even know where that middle ground is okay but uh most of the time it's the self it's a negative self-image that you know lingers around most of the time and you know 
this self-image that we create of ourselves, you know, it is influenced by people and parents, siblings, friends, teachers, social media, strangers, you know, all of these people that we come in contact with have an influence on the way we see ourselves. Okay. And this self-image begins to form from when we are young. It starts when we are young and you don't see the effects of everything. Like, I feel like we don't see the effects of everything that we've gone through or that we went through when we were younger until we get older. Then you start seeing all the effects of like, oh my goodness, what happened? What happened? And this is why it's so important to just make sure children grow up in good environments, in positive environments, because, you know, I feel like parents think that, oh, it's fine. They'll never remember it. No. We might not have memory of it, but our minds, you know, are very powerful things. They will carry that feeling and they will carry that stress. They will carry that trauma, you know, they will carry it and they will make an impact on our lives and on our mental health as we get older. So the thing about having a negative self-image is that it can lead to having low self-esteem which is pretty much what a negative self-image is. It's low self-esteem. It's low confidence. It's all of these things, okay? It can even lead to, like, insecurities. It forms insecurities within us. It forms, um, you know, we start feeling very self-conscious, you know, insecurities. I already said that. Um, And it can also lead to depression. Now, depression is its own topic in of itself. You know, it has its own section, I don't even want to get into it just because it's so broad and it's just so such a complex idea that um, I don't want to talk about it because I might confuse someone and I might even confuse myself. So we're just going to save that for another day. But oh, I feel like with mental health, a lot of things just work together. They all work together to create a result and the result is depression. You know, it all starts when we are younger, all the experiences we go through, everything, and we don't see the results of that until we're older. And as our mental health begins to decline and decline and decline, it gets to the bottom. I'm sure some of us have felt that bottom and that is where depression lies. Or just feel like there is no purpose to even living this life. There is no purpose to anything. And it, it really is, you know, sad when to think about it because there are a lot of people who are going through those feelings and emotions and you know it's it's a tough road life is a tough road to walk on i'm telling you but there is hope y'all there is hope so before we get to that part okay i just want to talk about some things that you know that cause this negative self-image in us you know what can cause what causes this negative self-image. I already talked about how parents, siblings, friends, teachers, social media, all of that has an impact on it, you know, our interaction with other people. But I'm just going to give you a little examples, you know, my own little personal experiences, just so we can get an idea of what I'm talking about. Some things that I might say where you might relate to, some you might not, but I just feel like, you know, in order to really understand this, we must all have some kind of common ground, which is why going to tell y'all a few stories okay a few stories and for some of these things i'm still struggling with to this day you know mental health no one can really ever have a perfect mental health you know there is no like being healthy mentally like there is being healthy mentally but no one can like 
it's not like a one-time thing where you're like oh i'll never it's like getting sick you know we all get sick once in a while it's not like you get sick one time and you get better you're like okay we're done with that hurdle in life never again no our bodies are susceptible to getting sick again and so are our minds they're susceptible to going through to like declining in mental health you know so it's something we all go through um so where shall i begin i will start with my children and i guess i'll work my way up um i don't even know y'all know i'm not so good at telling stories i'm kind of scared because i (laughs) i want to make sure it makes sense (laughs) but okay we'll start with growing up in the u.s actually yeah we'll start with growing up in the u.s so i came to the u.s about a decade ago actually wow time has passed oh my goodness a little fun fact i've actually been in the u.s i've lived in the u.s uh for half my life and i lived in africa for half my life i'm from africa i don't know if i've said that before but y'all i'm african specifically from the drc hashtag congolese yeah shout out to all those congolese listening to this y'all i see i see y'all but yes i have lived half of my life in america and half of my life in africa now that i'm 18 so it's nine nine okay um i don't i think that one day i'll probably talk more about all of that uh because it's it's its own little story it's its own little subject and you're like what do you mean you'll see one day maybe one day i'll i'll go a little deeper into the whole half-life here half-life there and how i feel about all of that but that's a story for another day so growing up in the u.s right when i came to the u.s okay i was a kid i was nine you know, I was nine. I had barely grown up yet. I was still young. All I knew was to go outside and play games and, you know, life in Africa was tough. Maybe we'll talk about that one day too. Life in Africa was tough, you know, like I see people here and they have everything they, they, they could need. And I'm just like, wow, y'all are living the dream. I did not get half of this stuff. You all are getting like, I look at my little sister cause I have a little sister. She's seven. She's so cute. She gets all these things. And I'm like, girl, you have a whole doll and more than one i was out here i got a doll maybe once every two years and once like it broke apart i would have to make dolls out of paper and i'm like divine dolls actually i'll just let me just stop talking about it and we'll talk about it another day it's a whole story you know y'all will enjoy it but that's not what we're talking about divine stay on topic so i came to the u.s right i was a kid you know first of all i was susceptible to a lot of things because i was young you know my mind was still developing i still didn't understand a lot of things about this world or this life so like you know i was just naive and so i remember a lot of insecurities started forming you know in me in my mind about myself based on the interactions and the way that i had been treated okay now i must admit that later on you know now that i'm older i have realized that there were other things that were happening uh when i was younger and just my way way younger life if i came to america that have also influenced my mental health today that i'm still struggling with okay but coming to the u.s you know a lot of insecurities formed you know the main three that i will list them here right now and we can talk a little bit deeper about them are you know the way i looked i yeah the way i looked okay that's one one insecurity the way i spoke and the way i did things so the way i looked um 
y'all have thought deeply about all of this, which is why. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. I feel like I'm being a little bit, you know, bare. I'm like, kind of. Ugh, I don't know, but it's fine, Devon. Let's just talk about it. So, I formed an insecurity about my hair. You know, me being African, I have, you know, coarse hair. I don't have pin straight hair like most of the people here in the U.S. Um, my hair has always just been like coily and thick. And it's, it's like, it's actually very thick. It's like a bush. It's like thick and coily. But I love my hair now. You know, I love my hair. And also, uh, throughout the years, I've just experienced a lot of things with like, you know, feeling insecure about my skin color. We'll get into that later. But let's focus on my hair for now. Um, I came and like the classes usually, I don't know how, but most of the schools I've went to, the classes that I've been in, you know, my classes have been like, I've had majority white people in them. And so I never really saw a lot of people in my class. You know, I was a kid. I never really saw a lot of people in my class, specifically at school that looked like me, you know, I saw people who had like braids and stuff you know weave but like I didn't see anybody who was wearing their hair out like me and so then like that mindset of like oh my goodness everybody has hair about me whether it's like sewed in or not or like they had to braid it in or not like they all have long hair like this whole obsession with like having long hair formed in my mind and this whole obsession with like oh my goodness my hair my hair my hair all the time it was my hair I I, my hair my hair my hair I remember in fifth grade you know because I'm sure every African girl has gone through the phase of wearing a puff y'all know the puff i'm talking about you know the puff and i remember it was fifth grade and the little elastic i was using to hold my puff my thick bush of hair broke mid-class so there i was i was like divine oh my gosh no so i raised my hand so quick i was like teacher please i need to go to the bathroom and there i was just holding my little hair tie and running to the bathroom trying to work a way to like make it look fine again and like it yeah it was a lot you know it i was so self-conscious i was like oh my gosh my hair i never wanted to go out without you know making sure my hair looked good and of course that's something we all you know we want to look good all the time but it was like i started hating my hair and it i was like gosh why like and especially since my hair is so thick, it doesn't really look long. You know, if I stretch it, I straighten it, it will probably look long. But like, since it's so thick, it shrinks up so much that like, you can't even tell that I, I, I have hair. It just looks like I have, sh- I have short hair for the longest time. And so then, a little bit after elementary school, actually, before I move off of, before I move away from the whole elementary school era, I remember this one story. Um... Well, not this one story. I remember this one time. I was on the bus, right? We're about to go home. We're at school. Everybody's getting situated and stuff. And this boy from my class comes up to me. Don't ask me how I know. I just have a good memory, y'all. I promise I've let, mo- I've let most of this stuff go. I might talk about a few experiences, and I promise I've let all of this stuff go. You know? His name was Luke. He came up to me. You know, because fifth grade was a really tough time for me, y'all. He came up to me. Actually, no, not fifth grade. Uh, middle Elementary school? Tough time. So he comes up to me, right? He's like, Divine, why do you always wear the same hairstyle every day? Now, in the moment, I kind of felt attacked. I was like, oh, ain't no way. Like, it honestly added on to my insecurity even more. I was like, God. 
and I couldn't answer his question. I was just kind of like, I tried to say something smart back because I was like, ain't no way you're going to say that to me. You really got on this bus just to be rude. And so then I just said, I, I think I said, um, I don't know why you're asking me that because you literally wear the same hairstyle every day. Of course, I didn't use that language, but I said something along those lines. And like on the way home, I was just like, I remember I was just thinking, I was like, wow, he ruined my whole entire mood. You know, he made me things worse. And I remember like after fifth grade and going on to middle school, especially like around sixth grade, I got obsessed. I mean, obsessed with always making sure that my hair was straightened. I straightened my hair. I freaking relaxed my hair. That's like, oh my gosh. I relaxed my hair. I straightened my hair every day. Straight, 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 straight. I got obsessed with it. You know, I started, I feel like at that time I was just inwardly hating my hair. Like subconsciously, I hated it. I hated my hair. I was like, oh God. Like I felt the urge to like get my hair done or something or whatever. But at that time, I didn't really have the resources. So I was like straight, 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 straight. The worst thing my family ever did was buy us a freaking strainer. Because I straightened that sucker every day. And then, um going from that time to like i think it was seventh or eighth grade actually it was eighth grade no it was seventh grade you know after like a year or two i think it all started in fifth grade around the end of fifth grade going into sixth grade right straightening my hair every single freaking morning every single day after all of that um around sixth grade i started cutting off my hair i was done with it i was like this hair not helping because it was damaged everything was just falling apart i was like cut it off so i got it cut it off i got it cut off oh my goodness i got it cut off not even a year later it grew out again and one summer like the next summer i was just like you know what i hate it and the thing is when i had gotten it cut the first time i had this uh family friend this friend of my dad um cut it for me and he was a barber so it looked nice you know i got a little quaff or whatever and then the next summer spontaneously i was like you know what <sighs> no we're not doing this so i literally impulsively went into my dad's room my mom's room, my parents room whatever grabbed the clippers and i went into the bathroom in, in upstairs well on my bathroom whatever and i shaved all of it off all of it nothing was left i was bald i will i look like mr clean y'all so <laughs> I was like, I can't do this. Too much work. So then I was bald again, right? Good thing I did it in the summer because then I didn't have to go to school bald. I, when I went back to school, uh, like um, for eighth grade, I had a little bit of hair. So we looked die. And then the year after that, literally a year later. No, actually not a, not a year later. I grew it out for about a year, you know, for about a year and a half. I let it grow out. And then when quarantine started ninth grade i cut it off you know i i was like nah this ain't working no more and i went and i got a haircut and that was actually you know the time when i started getting like those little like fades yeah i had a fade and i looked good in it you know and i was like okay i'm feeling it now you know i might just keep my hair you know like this for a while and i did it grew out then the year after that cut it off again 2021 last year and then it barely grew out. And at that point, I was like, yeah, actually, I don't want to let this hair grow out. I might just stay, you know, 
have a fade for a few years. And like right before school started, I cut it even shorter again. It wasn't even three months and I cut it again. So I was bald. But I had like a slight fade, you know, but it was way, way lower. And so, you know, that's kind of my little story, you know, my little um, time lapse of me cutting my hair every year since like 2017. But what I do want to say is that, you know, even though I kept cutting my hair in like deep down, I did really try and understand how my hair worked. You know, I tried to, I learned, you know, over time, of course I was getting older. So like, I didn't have the same mindset as I did when I was younger, but as I kept growing up, you know, I tried my best to learn about my hair and how to take care of it and how to just help it so we can, I can return, retain length so we can grow. Okay. So we can make this sucker grow. And now I love my hair because I figured it out. You know, I've, you know, I took my time to learn it, you know, and while I was taking my time to learn it, I kept cleaning up the slate once in a while to restart. And now I can say, you know, I've been growing up my hair for a year now. I love it. I love my little thick bush, you know. <laughs> I love my hair, y'all. I really do. I really, really do. I, I really, really do. And now I'm just taking care of it. It's flourishing. It looks beautiful. I love it, you know, and that's just, you know, I guess you can say that I've, I've, I grew, you know, it started out kind of like as an insecurity, but then I, I accepted it. I was like, this is my hair. This is the hair I was born with. This is the hair God gave me. So I might as well just take care of it and learn to love it. And I learned to love it. And I hope that whoever is listening to this, that looks like me and has the same hair as me, girl, girl, I know it's tough, right? Yeah. But love your hair and it will love you too. Okay? Love your hair and it will love you too. So, moving on um, is the way I spoke, right? The other thing that I struggled with after I came here. I have an accent, you know, that's blatantly clear. I have an accent. I have like a billion languages in my head. I have a billion languages in my head, y'all. Even saying that out loud, I had to say it twice just to understand. I have a billion accents in my mind because I know slightly of a few languages. I, I am fluent in three and I, I'm a beginner, I would say, in four languages. Actually, no. I'm fluent in three, intermediate in one, and beginner in four languages. And that's how many? That's eight languages, y'all. That's eight languages, eight different accents in my mind. Now that I think about it, I'm like, Divine, of course you have an accent, duh. But back then, I was only fluent in two languages. It was Swahili and Luganda, because I lived in Uganda before I came here. And so my way of pronouncing things was not it. It was really not it. And, you know, I remember third grade, I was in the lunchroom. You know, I was new. I still didn't know a lot of English. But you know how, like, back then in elementary school, you had these, like, ladies, one or two ladies who would be walking around with a little pouch wrapped around their waist and you know they give you like a napkin or ketchup or whatever and you just raise your hand and they come up to you yeah so there I was eating my lunch I raised my hand I was like yeah I want water I was like in my mind in my mind I was like I want water right so I raised my hand and every person around me is saying water like can I please go get some water you know that little third grade voice can I please go get some water? And they go and get water at the water fountain. 
and here I am in my mind I'm like Divine, am I gonna say this right I practiced even a little bit on my own I was like water how do I say that you know of course now my accent is way better duh but back then like especially in uh, Uganda the way we say water is water like even my African accent when I try to speak in while speaking English it sounds so weird but water 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 right water yeah that sounds okay so there I was like goodness I need water so I raised my hand and the lady came by and I just tried to say it so quietly I was like can I please have some water some water water I even tried to like add the little r at the end water water and I guess she understood what I was trying to say she was like yeah you can go have some water and (laughs) that is just you know that's just one thing that I, I I had to go through especially with my accent and you know I felt self-conscious about it. I was like, dang, I can't pronounce things the way everybody else is. Even when I started learning English, like a few years after that, as I, you know, even as I started like, you know, learning a little bit of English, I still felt self-conscious because there were things I didn't pronounce well, you know. Up to till today, I still struggle with pronouncing things. I mean, it makes sense. I've now accepted it. I'm like, divine, you have all these. Some people don't even know two languages and you know all of these languages. Cut yourself some slack. And I have learned to love that about myself, that I have an accent. But, like, I remember when I was younger, all these teachers, all these people would meet, they would be like, oh, my gosh, I love your accent. Then when I would hear myself talk, it, it, things would not be calculated. The calculations would not be calculating the way they should be. Because people would be telling me, oh, your accent. And then I would hear myself talk. I'm like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> and so... I really was very self-conscious about the way I talked and the way I sounded. I was like, divine, please. And so, um, one thing I hated the most was reading. Even up until today, like, I, I, I read sometimes in class, but other times, you know, I've learned to just kind of laugh it off because honestly, it is kind of funny when I mess up on words and I'm okay with it. But, you know, I remember back in the day when they would tell me to read something in class. And there I am trying to read. And the cat went above the lion. And the mouse said, come here, cat. Tom and Jerry. Yeah. I was trying to pretend read, but that did not work out very well. So <laughs> they would tell me read. And I'd be like, okay. So I'll try to read. And it would just not sound very well. It would not and you know i'll just keep getting stuck trying to pronounce things and you know in africa we you know with all these other languages except for english we pronounce vowels i-a-e-o-u here it's a-e-i-o-u a-e-i-o-u i'm like what the heck is that a-e-i-o-u what is that people will tell me a-e-i-o-u i'm like you mean i-a-e-o-u yeah so that was a struggle you know it was really a struggle all of this was a struggle you know with my accent with my hair the way i looked everything was a struggle but i have learned to love the way i talk you know i have learned to love the way i sound and my accent and all of that you know i've learned to love speaking all these other languages i've learned to love all all of that about myself and you know the world tries to make us feel like we don't fit in or that we don't belong or that we have to be a certain way or whatever and that the way we are is not the right way to be and that we have to fit this certain rubric we have to fit this certain criteria 
look a certain way, talk a certain way, but all of that is a sham. All of that is a sham. There is a reason we are all different. And that is something I've had to learn, you know? There is a reason we are all different. There is a reason the word unique exists. The word the word unique wouldn't exist if we were all the same. Okay? And I learned to love all those things about myself. And um, the last thing was, like, the way, the way I did things, you know? Um, I remember another lunch, third grade lunchroom story. There I was, little old me. You know, um, I, we hadn't gotten, I hadn't gotten lunch yet. You know, I hadn't gotten like the school yet, lunch yet. I wasn't in the system or whatever. And so I had to like take lunch, home lunch for a couple days um, once I started. And I remember my mom had made me like this food. Of course, we don't have the same. We were still new, so we didn't really know where to find the same exact foods, at least similar foods that we ate in Africa. So like she made me a little, you know, a little dish. But I, I got to school and I opened my lunchbox and everybody just stared at me like, what the heck is that? They all just stared at me and it just made me feel some type of way. And they all I was like, what is that? Or what is that smell? Or, you know, comments that little kids make. Yeah. And it just made me, it made me feel some type of way. And <laughs> for a while, I hated bringing my lunch. Even on days where we had field trips. I hated bringing my lunch from home because I was like, oh my god, oh my god. Uh, and another, it's not even just that. It's just other things, you know. I feel like the way I did things was not the way people did things here. And so people would look at me as if I was crazy or as if I was like, you know, what are you doing? Like, I feel like they looked at me like that. But as I said, you know, I grew from it. <laughs> I grew from it. These are all just examples, pretty much, of things, insecurities, and things that I grew out of, and th- not just grew out of, but things that I, I had to, like, fight through. I had to, you know, deal with. And I just, I didn't deal with all them automatically. Of course, while these things were happening, I was young. So now, as I grew older is when, like, I could see all the effects of all those things that happened to me. And then I had to really start digging through and working on things and, you know, trying to grow right change equals growth growth equals change so yeah another point that i do want to talk about though okay is you know when i was younger you know throughout my childhood i've i've gotten bullied a few times you know bullying i do not stand for bullying in any type of way honestly i'm it's not fun being bullied but I experienced it. I experienced it in Africa. I experienced it when I came here. Um, another fifth grade story. I remember this boy moved in our neighborhood. And so, you know, I don't know if y'all remember, but y'all had those little um, patrol, like the patrols in like elementary school where you had the little yellow belt that you like would patrol people, whatever. I don't know what the full uh, name is, but it was like a, a school patrol, whatever. And... I did that in fifth grade and I remember my teacher had told me you know since I was a patrol person and I got off at his bus stop I should help him out um with you know getting to know the ropes and all that stuff and I really did and his name was Devin again don't ask me how I remember the names I just have good memories sometimes and this was one of those times I was scarred y'all that is why I remember but that kid bullied the heck out of me every day on the bus after school every day on the bus after school every day on the bus after school i don't even know how i put up with it 
And that day, I guess he had just said some really hurtful stuff. And I was just crying. I went home. My mom was like, why are you crying? I'm like, yeah, this kid from school, you know, he said some really mean things to me. And, you know, African parents, the way they talk, she was like, bruh, well, why can't you tell your teacher about this? Can't you tell somebody on the bus about it? Can't you tell somebody about this boy about it? Like, she, you know, she gave me that speech. And so then, like, a few days later, I was like, okay. You know, she had told me, you know, go tell your teacher, duh. So... I was a bit scared of that boy because I was like, he might beat me up, bro. He might beat me up after school if I tell on him. We're at the same bus stop, duh. So then I held it out for a couple days and it kept going until the week after. It was like a Monday, I think. And I went to school and one of my friends had actually kind of went with me. I was like, go with me. I can't go by myself. So she went with me. I went to the teacher. I was like, this boy, he's bullying me, bro. He's being mean to me. And... The next thing I know, Devin doesn't come to the bus stop anymore because he moved and he doesn't go to our school anymore. Look at that. Now, all of these experiences, of course, all these things that I've gone through, of course, they have, you know, taken a toll on me. But the thing is, you know, we've all gone through situations like these before when people make fun of us or we just are made to feel like we're the odd ones out or we're made to feel left out and all that stuff. But there is a way, you know, there is a way to get, to grow from these experiences. There is a way to, you know, let things go. Because letting things go is is the best medicine. And it's not as easy as it seems. It's not like, you know, it's not an easy fix, as I already said. But I would say that I am thankful for all the, even all the bad things that have happened to me. I'm thankful for all the bad things, all all the experiences, all the bad experiences of the situations I've gone through. Because... You know, even though they took a toll on my mental health, now that I've worked through them and I've grown from them, I feel like now I can at least help others and I can also, you know, avoid letting things like that happen again. Does that make sense? But then at the same time, I feel like when I was younger, I was a quiet. I'm I'm still quiet to this day. I'm kind of shy, y'all. And so... You know, I had to learn to stick up for myself, of course. In the situation about Devin, I didn't stick up for myself. And in all the other times, I didn't stick up for myself. I was a kid, and it was all these adults making fun of me. And this Devin kid was younger than me, by the way. He was like a year younger than me. So, yeah. But there is a way, you know, to improve our self-image there's a way to improve our our self-esteem and that is what i'm going to talk about next before we wrap things up okay i know that life has served us all lemons you know when we're younger things feel like oh perfect i'm living a dream and then we get older and like things start catching up to us you're like oh yep i see the lemons now i see the lemons now um but yeah life has served us lemons you know i'm sure we can relate to that you know life has made us all feel like we don't fit in anywhere you know i'm sure we can all relate with that um and most of us like didn't have the best childhoods or the best families or like don't even we don't even have the best memories you know that we can look back on but it's the thing with that is that you know even though we might have less good memories and bad at least we have some good memories in there that we can look back on you know um i myself feel like you know the world chewed me up and spit me out before you know i got a chance to prove myself it's like ah eh, we don't want you you're boring you're bland you're too bland we don't want you and just like that i was thrown away 
but you know and so then like since i was young i've just been trying to fight this battle of feeling wanting to feel you know at least wanting acceptance you know i want acceptance i'm seeking acceptance but now i've learned that you know i don't need anyone to accept me as long as i accept me that's enough of course it's easier said than done but that is what i try to live by that is what i try to remind myself a lot of times when i catch myself trying to you know get uh acceptance or i don't even know what the word is um validation from other people and you know one place that i feel like has done that to a lot of us where we feel like we need validation is social media and social trends they've literally robbed us of our authenticities no one's authentic anymore no one's real no one's themselves like we have the societal pressure you know to be a certain way to talk a certain way to dress a certain way like on instagram everybody wants to be the instagram baddie and then on uh on tiktok everybody wants to be the next charlie d'amelio and you know social media just continues to create insecurities in our minds it continues to tell us you know you have to be like this like this like this look like this dress like this you know no one wants to be themselves anymore at least it's not even that they want to it's that they can't they feel as though they can't because if they are if they do they try to if they try to be themselves the world is just going to spit them out be like ah nah you're too bland for us we don't want you you know that kind of thing and i know usually you know with societal pressures people think that oh it's mostly on girls because you know they got to look a certain way whatever but it is it's also on boys it's on everyone you know um i kind of feel like boys are ignored sometimes I don't know if that's just an opinion or if we all feel that way because, you know, they also have a hard time. They they have a heart as well, you know, just like we do. And social media just continues to just suck the life out of us like no one is themselves anymore. You know, everybody's just losing their authenticities and just you know, we've been robbed, y'all. We've been robbed by society, by the world, by trends, by all this stuff that we're all just trying to do things to fit in, trying to do things to feel like we can we are accepted, you know? And it really is a battle. It is a battle for sure. But, you know, uh there is a way to fight all of this. There is a way to, you know, not let negativity gets get its you know its place there is a way to you know heal and grow from all of this stuff and you know in turn as we continue to heal ourselves and our minds you know we create that positive you know self esteem you know we grow that self esteem up and we grow that self positive image you know that we grow that positive self image yes So how can we do that? You know, how can we grow our positive levels up? How can we see ourselves the way, you know, the way we how can we see ourselves for who we are and not see ourselves for how we think people see us? Because I feel like a lot of us we think that the world has a microscope on us and every little thing that you do it's like, "Oh, I see you. I see you. You dress like this. Oh, I see you. You do Oh, I see you." You know, what has done that to us and that you know that's not that's not how things should be i don't think that's how things should be you know we should all feel safe we should all feel like we have a place on this big earth because it's huge it's humongous it's humongous and there's no point all if like if we're all the same you know there really is no point in my opinion and and as i said before the word unique would not exist 
if we were all the same. It exists for a reason. And I feel like we should all embrace our differences and embrace the way that we are and embrace even the hardships that we've gone through because it's those hardships that help us grow as people. Okay? So how can we boost our self-esteem? Okay? Uh, which in turn will boost, you know, our self-image and we'll see ourselves the way we are, not the way we think people see us. Okay? So similar to what i talked about last year because all of these things really are very similar you know they have the same the same similar kind of like um method i would say maybe so first i would say acknowledge the negative thoughts that you have about yourself you know acknowledge the way you think you know as i said last time you know ask yourself questions why do i think like this why do i talk like this why do i do all this stuff like why am i the way that i am ask yourself questions acknowledge all that stuff about yourself and then uh, second thing i guess you can do after that is to challenge those thoughts challenge those negative thoughts you know challenge if you're always calling yourself stupid or dumb or whatever or ugly or whatever ask yourself why am I calling myself this is it because I, it's true or is it because someone told me that I was or is it because I feel like society is telling me that I was subliminal subconsciously because of the way people look and the way I look like we're not the same is it because of that you know ask yourself those questions challenge your mind challenge your thoughts you know and then like cons- like while you do that you know consider you know the positive things about yourself you know you can even make a list right okay what are good things about myself what are things I like about myself I have nice hair for me, I love my hair. I love my accent. I I love my heritage. I love being African. Literally, I talk about it now all the time. People get bored. People get annoyed at me, actually, when I talk about being African all the time. But I love all that stuff, okay? I love my hair. I love the way I look. I love the way I do things. I love the fact that I am not the same as other people. It took me a while, and I am still working through it. I'm not perfect in any way, shape, or form or anywhere near that. But it is something that I have, you know, grown to love about myself. And it is, you know, my, it's something that, you know, my differences are things that I've, you know, I've challenged and I've thought, I've challenged those thoughts. And I've also thought about, you know, ways to combat why, like ways to combat the thoughts, you know, because, you know, thoughts might pop into your mind at certain times. I mean, people might make you feel some type of way, you know, and those thoughts might pop into your mind, but I've learned to combat those thoughts, you know. Um, another thing you do is like start being kind to yourself. You know, a lot of us crave, you know, we all crave to be loved and cared by other people, by others. But then we forget to love and care about ourselves. And, you know, the world just distracts us. Social media and society distracts us from caring about ourselves and in turn caring about like what they think of what others we care so much about what others think about us more than we care about what we think about ourselves and so then we ignore ourselves and we just don't give ourselves the love and you know care that we need y'all and um and last thing is you you know build can build positive relationships you know as i said interactions and stuff is what builds you know our self-image so have positive relationships have i said this last time you know have people around you that help you grow and vice versa that you help grow you know that you know you add something to each other's lives and you know not just people that take from you or that you take from but like people that help you grow that you can go through life with together and you can learn from each other you can do all this stuff together because you know in this life it's not good to be alone y'all so build 
positive relationships if you if you have toxic people if you have toxic relationships in your life as you acknowledge all these things and as you think through them you will see those people in your life you will distinguish okay this part this part this part toxic you know because toxicity is just that it's toxic it's poison and nothing good comes from toxicity y'all nothing i've had my own fair share of that and you know it took me a long long time but i've learned to you know i've learned to watch out for that kind of stuff and i've taken a few people out of my life and i've you know i'm trying to surround myself with you know people that encourage me people that motivate me people that i also people that care about me but also people that i care about them you know it's not one sided and if you ever feel like something's one sided maybe you should let it go but this is all i had for y'all this is getting a little long i know it was so juicy right like even i don't want to stop talking but we do have to come to an end and i guess my last words for y'all are you know you might have low confidence now you know because of what happened to you when you were growing up when you were younger but the thing is we can grow and develop new ways of seeing ourselves you know at any age even as we are older we can do all of that we can you know change our mindset we can do all of that um you know growth comes with changing our mindset comes with growth and y'all things will get better i know i've seen it you know there's times where we take a little dip like it's like it's like um <laughs> it's like stocks you know they go up they go down they go up they go down and that's how life is and the main thing is to learn how to cope with it and to learn how to you know work through it and not to see like don't see yourself as a problem that needs fixing no no this is a project this is a journey life is a journey and we continue to you know a stock never really ends it keeps going it goes up it goes down it goes up but it keeps going there is really no end to a stock you know i think i'm saying that right you know like the stocks that you buy but yes um let us all help each other you know let us all help each other through this journey call life you know let's be kind to each other let's say kind words to each other let's compliment each other so we can help each other you know bo- we can boost each other's self esteem y'all let's care for each other let's love each other with unconditional love with true love with let's you know be kind to each other like truly from deep down from the heart you know um let's be authentic y'all you know there is no overnight fix for anything however you know over time we will see a difference and we will see the growth that we have worked so hard for and it will come okay guys yeah just a reminder okay mental health is important so take care of yourself okay take care of yourself and take care of those around you you know this is a journey and we are in it together that is all i have for y'all thank you all i really enjoyed you know today's episode i really had fun with it i i'm sure you can tell i'm very passionate about it um make sure you go follow me on instagram at a daily dose of divine and also tune back here in the next two weeks for another episode and i don't know what time you're watching this you know day night whatever but have a good night you know have a good day or whatever time you're watching this and i will see you all later that's all bye